Welcome to the Broken Barstool, where weird shit happens. Here's your host, Kevin Hintz. Oh, I'll definitely do an intro. Intro. I don't. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, if you've heard my commercial, but uh, on the third half, if you ever listen to it, dude. Uh, towards the end of the season, we we were dropping that one in there, and it was fucking epic, dude. That was a that was a nice time after a fatty joint, and that uh, spawned all of this too. The, that spawned, the, spawned the, all the this weird shit ha- where weird shit happens. That's that's my line, off the dude. Top of your fucking head. That was too. off the fucking chain, dude. It was a good night. Uh, we did a we had a good show on our other, on uh, the other show, Third Half Sportscast. Check us out, ladies and gentlemen. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sweet. Uh, I would say we're we're pretty accurate when it comes to our picks and predictions uh um, yeah the playoffs is where i started i started doing good you fucked me up in the i Baylor fucked you so i, I fucked dude. everybody up i fucked up espn analysts i fucked everybody up during the regular season yeah you had so. a you had a stupid high it was like you know how like if, if anyone it was over 85 percent for the yeah. season it's like you go there like if you ever check out the nfl or the espn like analyst picks and shit the the percentage of like right to wrong he beat that like significantly it was it was crazy during the regular it was a good season but then uh, but then uh, the postseason I just kind of dropped the ball I was I was playing a little bit more with my heart than my head just on who I wanted to see you know uh, rather rather than you know uh, going off of numbers and really paying attention to the game so it was hard dude like I like. I know there's a lot of football fans that listen to, but it's like there's something about me. I don't know how addicted to football you are, but I think you're on that same level where it's like when I watch football, dude. Uh, it's uh, we're, I mean we were talking about music before, but I want to talk about this. For oh, a uh, we got to talk about it for a yeah, second for sure. With, with football, dude, like there's something like when I watch a football game, like I get so I used to not get like this, dude, but I get like emotionally invested. In oh yeah, I get like fucking raging angry. pissed yes dude i like scream at my tv my wife i have a two-year-old daughter and my wife is just constantly like, like watch fuck? your mouth like you can't teach her this stuff <laughs> i was like this is an american tradition no, i'm just I gotta watch this goddamn game bitch. this fucking game i'm working okay <laughs> i was saying that all season i'd be watching i put on you know you know 15 hours of football every sunday and my wife is just like can we change the channel and i'm like i'm no, working not on sunday you this can't. is sunday i'm working right now we're trying to get this shit going. Dude. <laughs> there was like, I, so I've caught myself getting like super angry during a football game too, but I've also gotten like, there was this one game I watched that was like so beautiful. Like, I respect football on this level where it's like art to me. I read like the oh, yeah. coaching Bible. Like, dude, it almost like, it got me a little emotional, dude. It was such an epic comeback, and I was watching it, and I was just like, "Oh, dude, I'm a bit I, I've been there too." As a, I'm a Seattle fan, you know, obviously, uh, I'm born and raised here, so um, I've been doing it my whole life. Actually, my wife, she just found a so. Uh, I don't know if you ever played, you know, a little rec league sports when you were young, young. You know what I mean? Um, rec league sports is it like action figures or like a no, like game? like actual like playing soccer when you were like four or five years old. Oh no, I didn't. You never did none of that. No, I okay, wish, dude. so when I was a little kid, so you get your picture taken and they literally make you like your own like baseball card that has your picture and your height, your weight, your stats, everything you like your that. Own fucking card. Yeah, I have one, and it freaking it's so funny because even as a five year old with my with my soccer team. It said, "What's your favorite pro team?" It says Seattle Seahawks, Ooh, and then oh, it gee. says, and then it says, "What's your favorite football player?" or "What's your favorite player?" As in soccer, but I said Steve Largent. Ooh. So you know that, and that's that. as a five-year-old. You know what I mean? Like I've been a fan my whole life, so duh, I ain't no bandwagoner. Football, that's for damn like, sure. Football drags along a lot of like weird. Uh, there is a bandwagon fan thing for sure. Oh, that's like, the the whole twelfth man is, in my opinion, they're all fucking bandwagoners. You know, true blues are real old school Seattle fans. See, that's like before it, their prime. Jim right? Zorm, Dave Craig, you know, shit like that. Well, yeah, you got to think anything before Matt Hasselback was just kind of very second tier. Not to mention before Matt Hasselback, we were in the AFC West with the See, Denver Broncos, the San Diego freaking Chargers, Oakland Raiders. You know what I mean? That it was a very rough time for Seattle. They never, they didn't really stand a chance. I mean, because you got to think back then in the 90s and the 80s, who was the shit? It was Denver and fucking Oakland. And now it's the... And then you got the Chargers coming behind it, who've always been a contender because they got money, so... Dude, what's like? Have you, like if you're like, because I know like, because I'm like pretty much a partial Seattle fan too, anyways. But it's like when I there's one of the games that I couldn't even like believe like what it made me feel during that football game was 
the fucking uh, Green Bay, that Green Bay game, dude. The, the, Green the Bay playoff one? Where yeah. People were walking out of the fucking stadium because it looked over. Dude. Yeah. And then oh, Seattle comes God. back, and then they might not should have won that game, but they did. And it was a beautiful time as a Seattle fan. And what happened because of that? They could have made a motion picture out of that shit. For real. They're was, doing that with the, the last Super Bowl, by the way. They're really making a motion picture film of the Super Bowl game. What? The Falcons-Patriots game. Shut the front yeah, door. It's already been like confirmed. and like it's like it's I'm thinking, like, like that's Who's playing Tom Brady? <laughs> Do I bet you Tom Brady's ass does it himself? And, uh, it Tom Brady ass himself, ladies and gentlemen. He seems like that, that type. The suspension. That's what they're gonna call that movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I love football. But it's good. But music. But music. Oh my god! This last Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, I went to a concert, and I would have to say it's uh it's probably one of the most epic experiences of my life. Um, I don't know if any of you li- that listen are from Seattle and been to a, a little venue called Studio Seven, which is epic, by the way. I love that place. Um, it is a very, very small venue, and so they get huge bands to come into this place. I mean, we're talking we're maybe 2,000 total square feet in this building. That's upstairs and downstairs with a balcony. It's a very small venue, and it, it's all ages. You know, downstairs is... Uh, is all you know all ages and then upstairs is there's a bar for 21 and up and uh i was up there on the balcony and i saw a, a very good lineup there was uh i i'm sorry i can't remember the first two bands that played but they were the first one was eh, second one was fucking they were really good and then i saw this band from australia yeah, called Azrael, and those guys fucking killed it uh, uh, it's a uh, hardcore metal. Uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, sorry about that. And then uh, there was Death Angel showed up. They're old school fucking metal. See, I then, never knew about them. Then you got uh, who else was it? Oh, uh, the Agonist. And then fucking headliner was Devil Driver. And fuck, dude. I mean, I don't know if you can still hear it in my voice. My fucking <laughs> shit's a little harsh. It's, we're we're three three days out after the show and. Um, yeah, it was it was fucking epic time. Devil Driver fucking killed it. Uh, freaking Agonist, they fucking were awesome. Death Angel, they're fucking a bunch of little fucking Filipino cousins that just rip, rip it up. And uh, Azrael, I'm telling you guys, you guys got to check. If you guys don't know who these guys are, they are from Australia. They were were they're fucking great guys. You guys got to check them out. By the way, but um. Yeah, it was fucking sick, dude. You know how like you, your voice is still fucked up? I went to a concert one time, and I was standing next to the speakers, and I can't hear the same ever since. My right ear is... It, I did a hearing test to get like get a, get a job, and my right ear is fucked up. And I remember this because I was standing right next to the speaker, like yeah. front row, and then that first time they strummed the fucking guitar... Boom. I heard this blows. ringing, and it didn't stop for hours. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I know I'm fucked. Like, something's not good. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was literally... So I saw... One time, okay, uh, we're going to get into another little concert story real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is uh, May 18th, 2006, ladies and gentlemen. I will never forget this day. It's the day after my big brother's birthday. I was down in California visiting him in Sacramento. Uh, he, he had a little house, 1313 U Street downtown. It was fucking sweet. Um, so, But we were skating around downtown just fucking chilling and uh we were drinking uh, 40s in an alleyway, actually. <laughs> Keeping it classy, you know. But um, uh, my brother's half-brother's half-brother <laughs> called my brother and was like, dude, Deftones are playing a fucking free show at freaking Cesar Chavez uh, downtown. And we were like, what? He's like, yeah, Deftones are, that's free, dude. They're, they're in Cesar Chavez Park. They're about to play hour they're gonna be on in an hour and i was like what the fuck i was like so we were hopped on our skates we were probably like 35 blocks away i swear we were there in like maybe 15 minutes if that like we were fucking bombing through downtown sacramento and we got there there were actually wasn't that many people there when we got there so it was not it was chill we got a good spot literally uh if you're standing on stage we were directly right to the stage standing right in front of the speakers fucking watching this and uh all of a sudden it seemed like I don't know how many thousands of people were there, but in a one square block radius in downtown Sacramento in a park, there was fuck tons of people there and they played and it was right before the Saturday Night Wrist album came out and fucking 
oh dude it was it was one of the greatest experiences of my life for sure like down there like i think that's so fucking cool that they do these open concerts in the middle of nowhere oh and then you got happen. you got second saturday which is another great thing about sacramento uh sacramento um so uh, uh from the uh beginning of spring all the way until winter or or middle of fall something like that uh every second saturday of every month the whole downtown turns into basically like a little festival. So like all the out ga- art galleries are free. There's little bands all over the streets everywhere. You know what I mean? There's just thousands of people just walking around downtown partying. They turn Sacramento into a fucking party. Yeah, basically every second Saturday of every see. month. And it's just, it's great. I lived in, a, uh, I, when I lived down there, I lived on, uh, uh, what was it? Fucking 1919 23rd street or some shit like that. It was be- 23rd between KNL. It was a great place, dude. Fucking right next to the house in the alley. There's a bunch of spray paint on the side of it. Uh, graffiti. It, uh, that guy actually used to work for Rolling Stone, but that's another story. That what? was a fucking tight as fuck, dude. Yeah, that guy's entire house was just full of vinyl records. It was so cool. He taught me so much about music. But um, it was, it, dude, Sacramento was just a fucking awesome place. But. Dude, so like as far as music goes, so you grew up there. Like, what, it, like, see, and I wish I was like, I grew I'm up strange, in, in Cedar Rapids, Washington, but that's what I'm saying. No. So, like, up in Washington. Oh, you're right. You were just living down there. Yeah, I was. Just, I just moved down there. My brother called me and was just like, "You want a job?" And I was like, "Dude, I was like, fuck yeah." <laughs> were you around then for like the? Because like back, I think it was like almost right when I was born, like that early '90s period. That was like when music was like in Seattle, Washington, was really popping. Oh off yeah, there. oh yeah. But well, well, yeah. Think so. I was born in '87, um, but. I mean, obviously, my my parents were into that. My mom was only 21 when she had me, so you know it was. Uh, she was in her 20s when all that was going on, so I got to go to bumper shoot and shit like yeah, that when yeah. I was hella young kid. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, Sticks and Bad Company, just shit like that. You know, just tons of bands growing up. My, every every person in my family played an instrument of some sort. You know what I mean? So just jam sessions galore growing up in my she living room. That. You know, going camping, everybody just playing guitar, singing, and fucking doing like a, basically like a blues or blue bluegrass style freaking uh, jam sessions just constantly so you were literally like brought up with music oh my entire life like music that's why music is such an influence on me i mean it, pretty much all i do is listen to music or get fucked up so <laughs> and i do them uh, both together a lot so dude, they go together <laughs> they go though. hand in hand dude it's like so you got there's 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 four things in life to go to great go great together you got pot smokes booze and music Throw sex in there too. Throw a little bit of pussy in there, yeah. and that's like fucking every dude's like great day. I would relive that day forever. I try to every day. Dude, <laughs> there was uh, when I was I went to the Gorge for a Warp Tour one time, and I like literally out of the best memory. This is ranks number two in the best memories I've ever had in my life. Was being at Warp Tour with a fat group of friends. We brought a fucking couch, dude. What? Yeah, was, I got lit on fire that night. I got tased. What? I got pepper sprayed. No, I didn't get tased. I got pepper sprayed. The taser was before that, but it's like, it. But it was like, if I could relive any night in my life, I'd relive that night over and over again forever. Because it was just, there's something about the, the the combination of all that, right? You're fucked up. There's dope ass music playing. Everyone's partying like. It, it like lets your inhibitions go when you're at a concert like campground. It's so insane. Ah, uh, dude, there's I have a couple of those that are like really hard to decipher. My 19th birthday was super dope. Like I just literally I f- fucking put a tarp in the bed of my truck, filled the yeah. entire thing with ice and beer, tall boys <laughs> of fucking bush, and fucking uh, then filled my the whole top of the bed of the truck. It was covered in fucking pallets, had a bunch of coke in E and weed, and fucking headed up into the mountains and threw a fat fucking rager. They're so fucking gangster. It was partying out in the woods with that, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, freaking driving my old fucking shitty 76 Chev short wide, rusty as fuck, straight six, three on the tree. Fucking loved that thing, dude. Fucking only got AM radio that played fucking <laughs> old school country that was like fucking Hank Williams and fucking shit like that, you know. But it was, I mean, I, I still loved it. It was my, it was my first legal rig where I didn't have to worry about going to jail all the time. Dude, there's a special connection <laughs> to that first legal rig. No, well, uh, you got to think. I got my first car when I was 14. <laughs> so, so it was early start. Oh, dude, I definitely did. It was so funny because my best friend's parents gave it to me on his birthday. 
That's so fucked up. Well, because they fucking, he was a little shit. He was going to jail all the time. And I was the one who was like, they knew I partied with him and stuff like that, but I was never dumb enough to get caught. So they were like, oh, we love you. So the, you, uh, have they, this. you can have this. Well, they were moving away. And they didn't want to take it with him. And then but he was like, have dude, I want it. Oh, dude, he was pissed, dude. He didn't talk to me for like a year. <laughs> But it wasn't my fault, dude. I was like, fuck, dude. I was like, like I'm going to say no to a fucking free van, dude. Hell no. It's a 78 Econoline fucking cargo van, dude. I put a love seat in the back, fucking have my Xbox, TV, what? fucking mini fridge, fucking microwave, beanbag chair. My The, the love seat was a fucking hide bed so I had it backed up all the way against oh. the front seat, so the hide bed folded out. I got so much fucking pussy in that thing. It was not. Wait, so you're telling me you had this shit hooked up so you could rock like TV and shit in there? Like, yeah, dude. I literally had it. I, yeah. No, 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 no. I had a, literally had a big ass extension cord hooked up to the fucking no. to the thing with a big ass surge protector, and then it fucking just went out the back door of the van because it was like yeah. bar, barn door style, you know, old school. And then fucking literally just had the surge protector and just beep, wherever we were at, dude. Do you have a fucking like, motorhome? No, yeah, basically. And then my buddy had a generator, so like when we went and partied and shit like that, like I had a generator. There was like a little house stereo in there, you know, like the big boombox oh. you had when you were a kid. Had that party van, dude. It was basically my little party van. We'd take that up to the fucking gravel pits. <laughs> Fucking party our ass off with it, dude. That shit was so fun. But, God damn, uh, dude. It was shit brown with white stripe, on, metallic shit brown with, <laughs> with with white ladder racks, a white stripe on the side, and deep dish Kragers and side pipes. So it was just like blah, 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 with a big old big block. It was. A sh- you know what's funny about cars like time like that? Like that used to be the shit at one point, right? Like when they came out. Oh with those no, colors, that thing dude. was never dope, dude. <laughs> like it was literally poop brown. Come on, it, well they they would they would probably define it as root beer brown, but I was like, dude, <laughs> it was brown. it was fucking poop brown because it sat underneath the tree for hell long. So it was just like all the shine and metallic was like faded out of it. Dude, but, I think poop brown, dude, poop brown and yellow used to be like the colors back in the 80s. Oh, they liked uh, that shit, dude. They did, they did. They, you get countertops or yellow. They like, were like forest green and like dark yeah. blues and shit like that. Well, I, I, I'm honest, I like forest green on cars for some reason. I don't know why, but. I like fake wood. I'm a fan of fake wood on a car. What, like the fucking PT loser? Like uh, I had the, uh, so you wish, no, my you, Jeep, Jeep, uh, Jeep wagon, oh, the first no, car well, I ever had. Wait, like 70s? Yeah. Was, what the big dude, fucker with the V eight? V eight, yep. It leaked oil. I had to put oil in it faster than I put gas in that bitch, dude. Duh, dude. That's what happens with all V eight. I was getting like eight miles. To Did you get what is that? Three eighteen V eight. I don't. I don't know. Or three sixty. There was a V eight. There's three sixteen or three. Yeah, no three eighteen three sixty. 383 dude, all i knew is i can go zero to 60 really fucking fast in that thing hell yeah dude v8 it, like, it's probably a 360 dude, more than likely that thing I, I sold so much drugs in that thing right because like when it was snowing is when i decided to become a drug wait dealer. how long ago was this dude you got statue of limitations bro oh no it was it was i was uh 16 or 17 oh, okay you're good i was working at round table pizza and it was perfect because i could sell drugs on the side and this thing, like, there was a snow day where they blocked off the road. I drove around the barriers because this Jeep was so fucking good. Oh, yeah, and dude. And I was like, delivering Wagoners are bees. Dude, I was a, yeah, I didn't make any money, though, because I would, like, say someone bought a dub, I would weigh it out to, to 2.0 Im- immediately. I wouldn't skimp ever. It would be, what? like, two grams for 20 You're bucks. You're a terrible I drug dealer. I didn't make any money, and I drove my ass there. Well, yeah, but you just gas. did it so you had weed to smoke all the time. Pretty much. But like dude, that's when gas was like four ninety a gallon, and the oh yeah, that that's bitch, terrible. Dude, I'd pay twenty dollars to get I, to this when guy's I, house. When I forgot my first car, it was like a, I think it was like one eighty five for a gallon. Oh, but with that big ass van, I needed it because fucking twenty bucks did not even fill the tank, not even close. Dude, I remember being a kid and like one of the cheapest gas lines I could remember. This was way. This is probably a good like seven or eight years before I could even drive. But I remember seeing a sign for gas being under a dollar one time. Oh, dude, yeah. And my parents were bitching about it, dude. My parents were bitching about it that it's going over a dollar every now and then. Yeah. And now, like, it, dude, you remember that period where it was like fucking four five, some shit, dude? Almost five dollars a gallon. I it remember one time for premium, it was like five thirty. I had my Camaro and I was like, are you fucking shitting me? And all I could put in that car, because if I didn't oh, put fuck. premium in it, it ran like shit. So you had to buy the expensive shit. So I had to just, buy oh expensive stuff. So it was like, you got a fucking like 12-gallon tank with a fucking, <laughs> with Dude. fucking $5 a gallon. So it was like $70 for fucking three days of driving. And if you, so say you worked, right? And back when gas prices were that high, minimum wage was lower. So say you were at a minimum wage job. It wasn't that much. It was like eight, like eight seventy five or some shit. It's only nine something now. So it's not, not much of a difference. But like if you're paying that much paycheck, in gas, you, you got to think per paycheck, that's only 40 bucks a week. 
Yeah, that's a good point because I pay about twenty now, and it was about double that. Yeah, that's a bitch, dude. Yeah, but you have a shitty little Saturn that gets good gas know. mileage. You know, we, we gotta get, we gotta get you into something a little more stylish, bro. One of these days, dude. One of these. I'm no, looking I'm houses the, now. Uh, houses like to buy? I want a house. I want property. I want land. I want to know there's a place. You're gonna on buy a house right now? Uh, it's, it's. I want to. I have a real estate agent that I'm meeting up with, like checking dude, house on uh, 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 Bradford. Or excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, tool crib guy at work. Yes, <laughs> tool crib dude at work. Uh, freaking his wife's a real estate agent and she's awesome. But she got the deals. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, See, I think I might do that then. I might because I have no loyalty to them, and the real estate person gets commission for helping you find the right no, place. No, so. and tell her I recommended you, fucking, because I I've I've talked to her a few times and uh, I'm still on her matrix list, and she's awesome. She's super helpful, freaking. I really almost did buy a house. I was literally gr- it's I, hard, dude. going to the bank to get the check and then uh, find out that the freaking uh, next door neighbor freaking uh, told us that the freaking, because she did, they had just been listed like two days before that, so she didn't know she shit about it. Fast. Yeah, so, um, well, shit, the housing market's insane right now. Yeah, I heard like one day within like you do an open house, you have like 12 offers by like um, noon. Oh, yeah, it's it's ter- It's really bad. Like Especially for a first timer, like it, it's... Well, it's and you got to have the money down as well. Don't don't forget about that part. That's the part I don't got yet. No, well, it's only one and a half percent, so you got to think... On a fucking three hundred thousand dollars house, you're huh? For me, three point four. What? Yeah, that's why I'm like, that's why I can't do it yet. I need to save up like seventy seven hundred bucks. Jesus, for what? What? what, What's your limit? Two sixty. That's it. You're not gonna get much for that. Both of us combined. I was one sixty before I put her on it too. Jeez, Uh, well, it's based. So they. So a lot of it has to do with your income. It, it, so it really group it together. They, they take yeah, because like me and my wife together, like we bring home over five grand a month together. So and we don't have a lot of bills. So well, I you want a good house then. Well, yeah, I think we were we were at three seventy when we did ours, but our fucking if I went that high, mortgage You're paying rent is a stupid or mortgage. Well, mortgage would be like twenty two hundred bucks a month, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, nah, dude. I was like. I was I like, I like to party. Right? Plus, I have I have fucking six cars, and I I yeah. love and two of them are classics, and I'm restoring them, so I need money. <laughs> so it's like I don't want to spend my whole wad every month on a fucking house. The first like the first for thirty five fucking years. I looked at my max, and I was I was thinking about that too, and I was like, you know what? Like, think about this. You could have the most balling house in the world, right? You pay all your money to rent. But then, like, you have to eat top ramen every night. Like, what? What's the point of all this? No, see, see, place? see. The whole thing is, is what I'm working on right now. So, is it, if you save thirty percent of what your cost is going to be, so thirty percent. That's a lot of money. To save it's up. a lot of money. I got sixty four so far. Saved. Yeah, but Impressive. but um, uh, if you have thirty percent down, that's where you can go find a lot of land, like acreage, and then they'll build give you the loan to build a house on it. Hold up, hold up. So you get the land. Say you pay like you have to put thirty percent down on the land. Oh, period. So say so say you got that right. You so say so say you went right over the mountains to Cleelum. I saw a fucking uh, forty acres for a fucking uh, thirty nine grand. What the fuck? Yeah, I know it's acres. cheap over there, and that's literally right. O- it's freaking an hour and a half from work. So you buy that shit. So you only have to put a 30%. so thirty percent down on forty grand. And the bank gives you a loan to build the house, and then you, what do they? No, so so then that's the that they're two separate loans, okay? So I'm looking at a uh, uh, manufactured home, basically a mobile home, but they just so manufactured homes are way better built than they were back in the day. They actually have like real siding on the outside. They use real fucking wood on the yeah, I've inside. I've seen a lot of them. They, I grew up in one of those, and they've improved much. Like, yeah, they're yeah. they're way better. They're they're they well like the co- the code the code is that is to the same standards as you would if you were building a house now. So, but so you buy the land. So say your your payment on on forty grand would be fucking stupid short. It'd be, so be three hundred fifty four hundred bucks a month. So then you go spend a hundred thousand uh, dollars on a nice manufactured used manufactured home. So I saw I saw a twenty seven hundred square foot. Used manufacturer home for one hundred ten thousand dollars. That's a big motherfucker. Huge six bedrooms with a fucking <laughs> so so in the master bedroom they had what was called the parent getaway room, and it's like what? a literally a fucking living room attached to the bedroom. 
that's like so it's all like their own one. separate house yes like oh my god dude like and then there's the master bathroom with a fucking giant fucking uh 10 by 10 walk-in closet that's, that's in the master bedroom that's beautiful imagine having a master bedroom where you could wake up and it comes with the bathtubs it comes with the showers only thing you got to do is buy a fridge and a stove and a microwave imagine you got kids right imagine you got kids <laughs> and they run around that house blah, right blah, 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 and you just want to have like one night with your wife or something like that you don't even have to go out and fuck with that house you just go into your own living room you have your own shit right. there and you can like watch your adult you know television shows or whatever the right fuck. But you have a peaceful And just place. fucking sit there butt naked drinking beer get fucking all night. It's your side all, of the house. This is, don't go past this wall. No, it's literally, it's a, there's two separate doors. So it's like as you walk in the front door, there's the room to the parent getaway. Oh. And then freaking you walk 20 feet down and there's the other room that goes into the master bedroom. But it's literally, there's no separation between the two. So it's like you have your bedroom and stuff like that. There's a little wall that covers your bed from the fucking parent getaway. So like so it's like perfect. So it's like that. And then there's fucking windows all around so you can see the whole front yard, the house, everything, the driveway, all of that, with a two car garage attached as well. Man cave. Dude. Man cave the fuck out of a garage. Oh yeah. Well, why would you have to? You have the parent getaway room. There's a, and there's two li- there's two living rooms on top of that as well. Oh my god, it's huge. And then there's four. Then there's technically they call it a five bedroom with two dens. Mm. So it's six it's bedrooms basically, whatever, yeah. and then two living rooms and a giant kitchen. How much did you say that fucking thing was? One hundred ten thousand. It says nothing. So you, so you're talking one hundred sixty thousand for a giant house on a fucking forty acres. When here in Auburn right now, you could buy, you could spend $250,000 on, on the shittiest house ever. 800 square foot beat down, needs a bunch of work. And you know what the funny thing about Auburn is? I look in like Tacoma and all these places. Tacoma is cheap. Super cheap. But like here, why? Why is it so expensive? What the fuck's in Auburn? That's because you're that close money? to Kent. Close to work. Exactly. You got to think Kent is the largest industrial area in the United States. See, and you know, the, but that's a bummer. But it's like just because because the commute to work is worth something. Like if if you could get right. the literally, house ever, but you uh, will you drive. see how long it takes me to go from our work to my house and then come to here? Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect, dude. So like, like I can do, I can I can drive that in less than an hour. You know what I'm saying? That's go home. I fucking my Tahoe is loaded full of wood, so I got home, unloaded it, went and got my freaking daughter's prescription. And that's even after getting off work and having a beer with with the boss and uh, Blackie. And, and that uh, still didn't take you long. And it, I was still here by 5.30. See, there's something to be said by living close to those things. Because if you don't, like, say you get the, like, a uh, bomb-ass house. Like, okay, I uh, for example, it's on Thursday nights, all right? I drive to Tacoma. That takes me an hour and a half. Hour and a half to get... Like that's not that many. It's like yeah, but that's miles. during prime time traffic. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like on the way hard? back, what does it take you? If I lived in Tacoma, dude, I would have to do that drive every day of my life. Fuck off. So you could have a nice house, but if you have to drive. Let's see, luckily we start at 4 a.m. So no, or 5 a.m. So no matter what, we don't hit traffic on the way yeah. to work. It's that the way, way home. home that sucks balls. I'd rather hang myself than sit an hour and a half every day of my life. Fuck you. You might as well be working 12 hours, dude. So I was uh, so. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about this, <laughs> but um, uh, I had a family member that had a large marijuana grow operation, medicinal, yeah. medicinal. Of they course. were it was legal, um, <laughs> a large scale. It was huge. <laughs> there was there was over three thousand plants in that house. Holy shit! Yeah, it was it was fucking. There was a lot. I got a fam- family member with ninety nine, and that seems like a fucking lot. No, well, because anything under a hundred is a misdemeanor. Mm. That's why that explains it. That's a cool ass ant. <laughs> but three thousand, three over over three. That was just Ooh. in the house. There was still another five rooms in the shop. I, I didn't see none of that. I didn't know what was going on with it. I just did it and to help out a family member. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I was driving there because I wired everything up, built the rooms, freaking you know, you set that shit up. Every, the whole entire operation, yeah. You mean like the hydroponics and all that shit. Oh, it wasn't hydro; it was just dirt. But I did all the Ooh. lights, all the ducting, all the fucking, all the blowers, the fucking. Uh, it's a lot of work. That was it. Was a lot of work. It took me like three weeks, but it you know uh, I had uh, special freaking uh, liners that come out of like wine trucks, so they're like fucking. Cr- like aluminum foil but it's tarp ah. so the fucking light reflect flex super gnarly in that room so it's like less light to get more to get it more growth. more growth more square footage out of that less light and it worked great man you know like this makes me wonder like because growing weed is a lot harder than i thought the 
people that lived here before me were some good friends when I lived over there, and they they wanted to just grow weed. So they decided to grow one plant, and they thought they could just do it in their house. And like, it's not easy. It. It's, it's very, like it's, you have to monitor everything. Everything. To even grow right. Oh, you got to do you got to do lighting. It was all about the cycle of the lighting, whether you're doing vegetation or blooming or. I mean, there's there's a lot of different aspects that go in there. Not to mention, you got to keep the pH levels on. Then you got to figure out what kind of fertilizers you're using. Then you got to figure out how you're going to keep the bugs off of it so it doesn't fucking eat it. Then you got to freaking figure out freaking when the trichomes are the right color to when you need to harvest. And then, I mean, everything. When you need to trim, when you need to get certain leaf, the fan leaves off. I mean, all kinds so of things I'm that go into growing. like that growing process affects its potency and its oh, yes. and all that shit. Oh, and then it's not just that. Then you got processing afterwards. So it's how you trim it. Then it's how you dry it. Then it's how you fucking cure it. And then curing is, in my opinion, probably one of the most important things that has to do with. Could you lose a lot of THC there? Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. Well, it has to do with the way that how the bud feels and how the way it tastes, how long it lasts, how long that taste lasts as it sits in a jar. You know what I mean? Because a lot of weed, if you just let it sit out, it fucking gets all crumbly, tastes like shit, loses everything. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't cure it right, that's what happens, but way faster. Mm. See, but rough. but then if you don't do it right, then it gets all moldy and fucking it's super gross. You can't smoke it. You know what I mean? At least if you over dry it and over cure it, you know what I mean? I wonder if those harder strains are harder to grow. Like those No, not strains. really. It, it's all the same. If you plants. if you get if you get a, a way to grow a plant, you know what I mean? Or if you figure out how to actually grow and actually make it work for yourself, it don't matter what strain it is, you'll be able to do it just fine. It's I mean literally if you just keep the pH levels right in the soil. I mean that's if you're doing soil, but even if you're doing high hydroponics, it's all about your pH pH levels and what nutrients you're using and things like that you know what I mean don't burn it don't fucking you know you don't want too much acid but you don't want too much alkali you know what I mean it's all just about keeping that medium balance on everything and then not to mention then you got to go with freaking uh what is it I think it's uh 16 and 8 so 16 hours freaking light eight hours dark you know what I mean so that's like vegetation so then if you want to like stunt their growth and like pull them out then you leave the lights on 24 7 because but they bud actually in the dark that's how that's when they actually grow and get bigger and do all that that's in the dark so that's why in like a huh. in a budding stage you do it like 12 12 so you have 12 hours of light 12 hours of dark and you cannot value like that you don't open the door you don't fuck with those plants when they're in in that state or it'll, fuck them up. it'll fuck it up See, that's a lot of fucking work. But I heard, dude, I heard, like, so say you got one plant, right? So, like, you just want to smoke enough to, like, just have your household supported for free. Yeah. So I heard one fucking plant can give you, like, multiple ounces. Oh, yeah. No, if you do it right, you can get pounds off an ounce. One, off a okay, plant. how much can, can one plant So one indoor plant I've seen get, uh, get over uh, 17 ounces. And how many times can you harvest a year? Well, it depends. No, no, no. So... <laughs> When you harvest a plant, then you kill it. So you have to clone at that point. So you take like what, like somehow seeds from that thing? No, 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 no. Because you're not smoking seeds. Female plants do not produce seeds. You have to breed them. You have to clone it. Literally, what you do is you get a root toner. Clone and um, plant. so literally, and then you'll like cut off like a little fucking end tip of the plant itself, like the fucking one of the branches coming off. You'll like cut it off and then you dip it in the root toner. Oh, excuse me. And you put it in a cloning machine, which is like this little fucking a fucking cloning machine. Yeah. And then it puts roots on it and then that turns into a plant. What in the fuck, dude? That's why they call them mother plants. So you have one plant that you keep vegetation all the fucking time. You know what I mean? For fucking six, seven months. You know what I mean? They get huge. So you can, well, I mean, that's if you want to do a massive grow you operation. Of time. So you can fucking just cut, keep cutting shit off of it and they'll just keep growing and growing and growing and growing in vegetated state. And it won't produce bud or flower or do any of that. It'll just keep growing. What in the fuck? Yeah. So then you cut those off and then you fucking have your little cloning machines and it's just these little fucking pucks and you just, once you dip it, the root toner in it, you put it in there. And once the roots start coming out the bottom, you it plant it. It's on plant. Yep. How long until you come up with some of that shit for humans, dude? I don't want to know. I think they're fucking close, dude. I think they're already doing shit. No, like that, they've dude. done goats and or lambs and that Not shit. Creepy, if they can do that, they can do a fucking human. No problem. All right. Say they, okay, say this. Say they tell you, hey man, we're going to clone you. 
It's $100,000, but check this out. We fuck with its brain a little bit, so it's pretty much just like you, but it has to do whatever the fuck you say all the time. So can it go to work for me? Yes. Then fuck yes, I would. It's a million dollars now. I no, still be worth it. You would If it was a million dollars, it would do. Because I'm not going to make a million dollars in my lifetime. I think most people do. If you well, actually, like I would. I mean, you average 50, 50, I mean, 50 grand a year. You know, on average, if you're paying off that clone for the rest of your life. So, so from broke. 18 to 67, that's what? Uh, how many years is that? I cannot do that math off the top of my head. <laughs> well, no, hold on, I can. So you got 18 off of 67. So you take 8 off of 67. That's Rick and 59 plus 10. So that's 49 years. So 49 times 50. Let's see what we get. Will it pays? It lives forever, though. You can hand it down to your family. Think about that. No. Because no, nobody want to fucking deal with me that long. <laughs> <laughs> a, clone you, a clone of you that stays around forever. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't, nobody, nobody wants that. <laughs> I don't even fucking want that. Dude, at that point, though, wouldn't it be a smart investment if you said, hey, I'd go into debt for the rest of my life because I'm not going to make the million dollars. But then my kids... Yeah, but why? Why would you do that to yourself? Because then you never have any money. Right. So you're, you, you're, you're getting rid of that. And then what are you going to do all the fucking time if you don't have to work? I mean, honestly, sometimes I enjoy going to work. But then to you could honest. go work on the side for fun. Fuck you want. that shit, dude. Why why waste the time and money because you're still paying out for something that's not paid itself back yet? But think about the generation after you. The, it would suck for your the, life. The good thing about fucking driving a fucking car. Why? Oh, there it is. Times 50. That's 2,450. What? That doesn't make sense. Uh, 240,000? No, no, no. Oh, no. It'd be... Uh, uh, 49 years times $50,000 equals, that's $2 million. So, so divided I mean, by two, that's $1.2 million, $225 million. So that'd be, so you'd be in your 40s when you got it paid off. You know what you do then? You become a G. You fucking take out a loan. What, a so you loan. just retire when you turn 40? No, you retire way before then. You retire 18. You take out this investment. You buy fucking four of those motherfuckers and have them all go to work. You put all those bitches to work. Have them pay themselves off. Yeah, but yeah, actually. And then you have an army. Yeah. But, yeah. The whole family never has to work again. Seriously, I, like some dude tries to fuck my wife or something like that. Yep. I just send my four of me at it so he can kill one. Hey, I it wasn't care. me. It wasn't me, guys. They can't prosecute. Yeah, they can because you told them to do it. You know what? Well, what if they just lock up the clone and then you've just lost a million bucks? They wouldn't, because you told them to do it. But then that dude. So you're the conspirator. You, you're the conspirator. You have, dude. How weird would that be? Like, eventually, if all your clones met yeah. up and you're just walking in an army of like five of you through the mall, you're going shopping, but all you motherfuckers are doing it at the same time. It'd be weird. Well, picture you being a person walking through the mall and seeing five different of the same fucking person. It'd be creepy as fuck. They're dressed in different outfits in different stores. Fuck. That would weird me out. That'd be really fucking uncomfortable. You know, you know, like the government or some shit would take control of that and they'd have this one clone that runs every store ever. It'd be the exact same fucking looking dude. Yeah. Armies, dude. They'd do armies. If, they, if clones are going to happen, it's going to happen first in the military. I don't know about that. You, you don't think so? You don't think they'd just clone a fuckload of soldiers? I, I think the Taliban would do it. I think a lot of countries would do it. I think the Chinese would fucking do that shit. I think, yeah. Do I think America would too? Chinese don't need to do it. They got so many fucking so people. Many in India, people, they got so many people. It's insane when you see pictures of like what they have to live in a, in, in their situation. Dude, like, they sleep that. in boxes. Like their hotels are like little fucking like pull out drawers with different people in yeah. them. It's <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing, dude? No, thank you. You gotta stop having sex in those fucking countries. Hell no, like people, dude. dude. Like what if you lived next to like these fucking two little fraggle fucking like flamboyant fucking Asian little dudes <laughs> in your little fucking box, and every night you gotta hear these little fraggle rocks just. <sighs> Ching Chong, ping my ping ping. Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry, that was extremely racist. I'm, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, like, it, like, you can't do that, right? Like, human beings, like, we're lucky with the amount of space we have now. But, like, imagine that. Like, some people's lives are based in this tiny, tiny little fucking shelf they sleep on. Like, think about uh, the people that make iPhones in China. 
They built nets around these because they're slaves, right? They're they're slaves. Basically, they built nets around the windows so you can't commit suicide. So the nets catch you because they had so many people jumping out the windows. Oh, Isn't uh, that crazy? That's I would too. I would too, though. Like, if that was your life, dude. If you're born into this, like, think about like, dude, sit there, fucking doing the same exact thing no all money. day, every day. Thirty cents a day. Thirty cents shit. a day, dude. I would fucking hang myself by my fucking balls. Dude, I think anyone, think about this. Think if you're 18 years old, right? You're just getting out of school, and they, instead of like telling <laughs> you, you can't and do, you can't have guns. Yeah, see, that's fucked up. You have to like. Hang so the yourself. only way you can fucking kill yourself is either hang yourself, shoot yourself up with some like Clorox or something like that. I'd go for that. Ooh, I don't that, know. What, that'd what be a shitty way. Out of that. those two, what would you do? Hang yourself or Clorox? I think Definitely I'm, hang myself. Hang Clorox. Fuck that, dude. I don't like needles. Dude, I feel like you're no, because th- when you hang down. yourself, it's done. If you do it right, you it's done neck. instantly. You're done. But like, what if you don't snap your neck right and you're choking? Like, I feel like your instinct will kick in and try to save yourself. The Clorox, it's too late. You're in. I'd overdose on heroin if I could. Fuck that. Wouldn't That'd be a shoot shitty up, like, way. The to most do. heroin in the world, and you just die no. probably in like this crazy blissful place. Dude, it's not blissful. You know, you're dying. Nah. See, I wouldn't know. I don't know. That would be. That, I feel like that would be the way to go, though. Or that, or fuck jump off that. A building. No. That would be even more terrible. What are you talking about? As you're going the entire time, you're like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. But you get I'm a little bit die. of fun of free fall. What the oh. fuck? How fun is that? <laughs> when you're like, I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to fucking die the whole time. Like, there's always going to be a natural reaction to hesitation on dying. See, the cool... Oh, see, you're right, I guess. So The you, best best way, I think, it. if I was going to my, kill myself, would be 150 miles an hour on the fucking freeway and, do it like and a on a motorcycle. Car. Ooh, and just slam into Just find car. a fucking semi truck. That sounds way more scary, dude. What are you talking about? Just freaking. This is fucking. As soon as you find an opening, dude, just bam, done. What would you be high on? Because I would not. I wouldn't be high. You would go. You do. I do it dead sober. Because I don't know if you've ever been over 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle. Never. But it's fucking exhilarating. Dude, but picture that on cocaine or something. Like, wouldn't you want to go out that way to dull the whole, I'm going to die, I'm going to die? Like, when you're you driving wouldn't that, do that, that though. Truck. When you're going that fast on a bike, it's fucking, as soon as you make that decision, it's over. It's fucking done. Snap. Done. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's so fast, you wouldn't have time. As soon as you just did that, whoop, done. You didn't even think about it. You just see a semi-truck coming just and just go, over. here we go, bam, Done. All right, so tell me this then. If you were born, you went to high school, you're in China or some shit, you're like a slave, right? And at 18, you're about to get out of school or whatever the fuck they do. And you go, hey, look, the rest of your life, you've been sold into slavery now. You have to make these iPhones for 30 cents a day until you die. Wouldn't you rather just kill yourself at that point? Like, honestly. Depends. Like, isn't that like... Is it free room and board? Do I get free? Do yeah, I you get- live there. You live at the plant. Do I get to have a wife and kids? See, I don't know about that. I wouldn't think so. Maybe you do. I mean, I guess you would if you were living in exactly. So, I mean, as long as like you had a, as long as you had a family that loved you and you were there and you had a purpose all day every day, why not? See, that's a tough one though because like it's, it's essentially it's like prison, but they put you to work. So, what if you were born into a prison? See, cell? you're not a parent yet. Does that change it around a bit? If, yeah, oh yeah. Before I was a parent, oh fuck, I didn't give a shit, dude. And then I held that little girl the first fucking time, and I took everything in me not to cry because I was so happy. And fucking... You know what's so funny about this? And every day, like, you get to come home, like, even if it's a shit day, and you see that little face, and it makes everything worth it. Every time, no matter what. Or you're pissed off at your girl, your wife or your girlfriend or whatever it is, and you, you come around and you see that little fucking face. You, how do you be mad? You know what I'm saying? He's like, look at that, dude. Like, it's fucking beautiful. See, I've I've had so many dads now lately on this on this podcast. So it's so funny because I keep getting these stories, and now it's all correlating because I've I've had people come on and say like, uh, once they had their kid, it's like their life is essentially ended. So now it's like it's not over life. though because like, I still go do metal shows. My see, wife is amazing, life. and I love her. Don't get me wrong, and she she probably does way more than she should. But it's like uh, you, you make your choices based off a child now. So no, like, I do everything I do has to do with my daughter. Every little thing coming here to do this show. See, I can't it, imagine it, an overwhelming you know, feeling. It, it's what, well, but you want to do it. That's the whole thing. Is it's not overwhelming. You want to do that stuff. I mean, obviously, yes. There's going to be those times where you're just like, "Fuck, I'm done for a little bit, dude. I just want to fucking relax." Like a vacation. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, and uh, that's way harder when you have a kid because you think you're spending 40 bucks a week on fucking diapers and 20 bucks a week on formula and fucking clothes and they grow out of them in like three, four weeks and fucking it's just. In reality then, say you have a kid, how much like in like if you were to test me just just to keep this baby alive and happy, like how much money does it cost a week? Like, I just want to know for a rough estimate. So, you got what? So, $40 of diapers, you said? No. Uh, formula? We'll, we'll, say, we'll say 20 bucks a week in diapers. Hold on. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm busting the calculator out, ladies and gentlemen. So, we got 20 bucks a week in diapers plus 20 bucks, or we'll say actually 40 bucks a week in formula and food minimum. Then plus clothes, we'll say... 10 bucks a week plus wipes there's another 20 bucks a week Damn, you know so, get, yeah. so you're talking a minimum of 100 bucks a week you know what i mean period that's minimum that's not buying them toys that's not fucking getting cribs that's not fucking car seats that's not none of that stuff see to you me, i think just just to have my daughter it costed me almost ten thousand dollars but what like the whole like the birthing process birthing process clothes diapers everything prepared uh, that's not including having three months of fucking my wife's income saved up. So that way, because she's going to be off of work for three months cause she just had a fucking kid. So that's, you gotta have to save up three months of income for your wife on her side of, to cover her side of the bills and stuff like that. How's it possible? Do you get a loan for this shit? Like no. a baby having loan? You just it's called being it. a, that's, you have nine months to get fucking ready if oh. you weren't preparing for it. Holy fuck, dude. It's a lot. It's scary and it's a lot of work, but it's so worth it. You know what uh, Hitler did? <laughs> It's, it's weird that I know this because uh, I have a friend who's uh, pretty much a Nazi. Uh, uh, you call him a friend? Oh, dude, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great guy, but he hates ne- Negroes. I think he smoked some weed, like, and then he watched some YouTube videos, and he went down the rabbit hole into a weird thing. What is? Well, I don't see how smoking weed no. could make you a racist. No, it won't. It dude, won't. Uh, you're talking to somebody who smoked pot yes. every day for the last fucking eight years, dude. The weed has nothing to do with it, but I'm saying, like, when you watch, when you smoke weed. Like, I went down to the 9-11 rabbit hole, which most people have done, but the weed compels you to go through these things. So it's not the weed's fault, because the weed just makes you interested in facts. <laughs> but what happens is if you take that, that like, inspiration to look for facts, like my buddy did, and he went into Nazi shit. I wa- okay, before I get into that, I want to tell you the one, the, the great Nazi value he was telling me about. That's a weird thing to say. I can't see it. It's too dark. 721. Okay. But with, with, the, with the Nazi thing, right? He was uh, in Nazi Germany when I first started to get all these people on board. What they did was when they created the Volkswagen is so that everyone had an affordable car like we yes. did here. But the one thing that they the one cool thing that I wish we could bring to this country. It sounds so weird, like repping this Nazi shit. But what they did was if you got married for every kid you had, the government would give you. I think it was like twenty five thousand dollars or some shit is like a having a kid because they wanted you know they wanted to army. People to, yeah build as many as they can so they would pay you though they would just say like look if you're gonna have a kid you get this loan in like i think after you had a certain amount of kids they'd give you a volkswagen like tell me i wouldn't be i mean obviously it was for an army and, dude like, do you know how much money shit. our government would put out onto all the fucking people on welfare that mm. have kids just so they can get fat tax returns when they only work a week a month a week a year yeah that's a good point you it's know what exactly i'm saying that doesn't happen, work dude. that's where socialism doesn't work so yeah, you have a bunch of shitty people popping out kids just to get their fucking twenty five grand to be shitty people. Still. Exactly, wasting <laughs> the right. taxpayers' money. Like you think, like if you romanticize it, you can th- say hey, everyone. If you were the good. fucking lazy asshole that didn't do shit all the time, then you're a piece of shit. And I'm not saying that people on welfare are lazy assholes. I'm saying that there is uh, a, a lot, lot of them. A that, lot of them are. Uh, you know what I mean? So, I mean, and there is a lot of women that are out there that have kids just so they can get big yeah, ass fat pieces of shit is what they are. You know what I mean? So, it, it, it's, you know, it's not being a protective member of society, you know. It's no, it's totally ex- exploiting a system that's not built for that. It's, no, it's built, built for people, people that actually down. need it rather than just do it because they don't feel yeah. like being fucking getting up in the fucking morning. But, you know, it's, it's it. I don't know. I, I 
that to me that's where that's just that's why you know socialism nazis that's it yep. di- didn't fucking work didn't it didn't work in russia it doesn't work in most countries yes you have a lot of these yeah. co- countries in europe being socialist democrats these days and things of that sort but they have socialist countries over there i, I don't know too much about no politics. well you gotta think like sweden norway mm-hmm. fucking all that stuff uh uh, uh france freaking um uh uh fucking holland you know uh, a lot of those countries are s- s- not socialist socialist democrat so there's still an aspect of capitalism to it but it's mostly see you're right the thing about socialism well well, well well you gotta think look at so in in holland they get three months a year paid vacation that sounds so gangster. that's not including sick leave i'm telling i want that right now okay free college Guaranteed work at when you turn 18. What? Guaranteed a job. You are guaranteed a job as a citizen. See, what's not what's wrong with that then? There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, because why do you think Bernie Bernie, why do you think Bernie Sanders was so popular? He was a socialist democrat. He might have ran as a democrat, but he was a socialist democrat. He was a very socialist dude. That's why he got these are, they wouldn't show me. Well, it's millennials, media. you know what I mean? Millennials want that because they want to be like Europe to where, look at how happy these motherfuckers are. Yeah. When you have a kid, both the mother and father get a fucking year off. Yeah, what about that? What about the dudes getting a week off here? If that, if, if you have a company that I took does two it. weeks off is what I did. That's still a little amount, right? Though nothing, that dude. Insane? That's not like really I like that, a I, newborn baby, right? You know what I'm saying? But I have to split that with my wife. I have an entire family to fucking split that with. You know what I mean? I still feel like I never got the time that I still feel like I should get. That's why I can't wait till she's older a little bit. But you know, it. it, it I, I don't know. See, I have beef with that because that's what they do for deaths too. Your your fucking parents die. You have three days to grieve, and then you're supposed to be back at work. Who the fuck is telling you that? Yeah, who, why that's the rude. fuck should I be over my mom dying when yeah, I that's three so days? Cold. That's so cold. You're a piece of shit, dude. Like, tell me when you're, I when wait I'm done. till your fucking mom dies, asshole. See, that's what I'm saying. Like it should be when I'm ready to come back. You have a kid, someone important in your life dies. Give yeah, me but the then you're gonna time. have then you're gonna have people to take advantage of it. Oh, you see that, that's the problem with it but see it's not even a problem with the system because de- democracy has this problem the problem is shitty people oh and not to mention they only work 30 hours a week over in those countries get the fuck out of here that's full-time and it's all salary i'm having like a fantasy land like a lot of americans like if, they if, won the lottery, if, if i could if i could move to sweden or norway or you know something of that sort i totally would Our denmark's minimum wage is 24 an hour right i can live on that <laughs> yeah, that that's flipping that's burgers, euros. dude. That's a dollar thirty. That's a dollar thirty U.S. That's euros. Oh, poor U.S. currency right now. Or what? No, one point two something. But it, it but, it's insane. Well, no, euro has always been higher because it's a conglomerate of all the European countries' in, uh, economies. Rothschild's still on them. That's for, oh, <laughs> I'm not arguing that fact. <laughs> no, but yes, no. That oh, why so do you think the six the six countries on Donald Trump's new muscle ban are the only countries in the world that don't? Have Rothschilds banks. Fucking bankers. For anyone that says, like, hey, listen to these crazy conspiracy guys, do yourself a favor and go on YouTube right now and just just, t- just look up. There's a five-minute video that will tell you all about the bankers and look around the world. It's real, bitches. Like, we're not crazy people. The no. bankers run the Coke fucking Coke brothers world. and the Rothschilds family are the two biggest pieces mm-hmm. of shits in the fucking world. The Fords, yeah. too. Fords oh, I don't, I don't want to even want to get into that stuff because we're going to be talking yeah. another couple hours You're about right. it but we'll save that for another episode You're right dude all right i say let's wrap up for the night we gotta continue this shit though. dude we're, we're, so, we're, we're, so next on. week we're definitely gonna get back into this yes ladies and gentlemen it was a fucking pleasure thank you for having me in here tonight it was, Kev. Dude, this was great it was dude. great i think it was a, we touched off on a few things that we both you so know dude there's so many good it was a lot a lot of Random topics, but that's yes. what, that's what that's what weed does to you, you know. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you, you so much. One. Enjoy. Peace out, bitches.